Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire and inspire you from romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. Greetings, everyone. I'm so happy that you're here today and that you've decided to join me for another episode of the Purple Charm Experience. I am your host, Chamara E. Fleming, but you can call me Mai. Today, I wanted to kick the episode off with a, a quote um, by not a necessarily a person, but actually a character from a really cool um, TV show that I like to watch called Black Lightning. And it's by Tobias Well. Um, he's actually one of the villains on the show. But I was watching it over the weekend and he mentioned a quote that I picked up that I would like to share with you today. He said, if one is to have power, one must recognize the hierarchy in all things. And I try to think about that a little bit. And I think what he was trying to say is um, in order to, because at the time he was trying to take power over all of the, the meta um, people that were, um, you know, the people that have like the supernatural powers that's in the city. So he was trying to gain power over everyone. And, um, and I think being able to understand hierarchy and how things work um, allows you to see your power and how you can control things around you. And I think not in a negative way, but in a positive way, being able to see the hierarchical system of how things work can actually work to your advantage. If you're, if you're smart and if you are able to see things for what it is. And um, so I just wanted to share that little that little nugget with you today. And um, I hope that in some ways it give you a little bit of motivation or inspiration for how to obtain and achieve power in your life. Not necessarily over people, but in a way that you can use it to empower you to be and to bring forth the best that's within you. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Once again, thank you so much for joining me this week for this episode of the Purple Charm Experience. Um, you know, in a, the last few episodes, I spent a lot of time talking about um, several um, authors that, you know, really I felt like were influential for me as an author. And I just wanted to highlight them. Um, I think it's going to be something that I might do again in the future. I might find or pick some other uh, romance authors that I feel that are particularly um, an inspiration 
for me and that motivates me to to keep going and so I hope that you enjoy me taking the opportunity and the time to bring attention and awareness to the four authors that I discussed in um, the previous episodes previous four episodes and so today um, I just wanted to spend just a few moments um, talking about my journey um, thus far and if you've been with me since the beginning um, thank you so much for tuning in each and every time I drop a new episode to this this podcast Um, it was something that I was asked about you know about a year ago when I dropped my second book and some of the ladies that attended my book launch you know, wanted to know if I actually had a podcast where I talk about the background of my books and my writing process and how I come about, you know, these ideas and getting them down out of my head and written into actual books. And so, you know, I mulled on it for a while. And finally, in the summer of 2020, I launched this podcast and it's been an amazing journey since then. Um, I've met some incredible people in this space. Um, Shout out to my brother, um, Aaron Dante of the No Picks After Dark podcast. He's an amazing host, um, two-time award-winning host out of the city of Baltimore, representing um, the city very well. And um, if you love podcasts, I highly advise you to check out his podcast because I drop nuggets and gems on his podcast from time to time. He's actually invited me to be a guest interviewer on his podcast over the summer. And I also submit um, little nuggets for him um, that he shares on his podcast. So please check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, support the, uh, the movement because um, we're doing great things. Also, shout out to my other brother, um, Gary O'Neill Jr., who is also the host of C-Plan Do Show. He's also an amazing podcaster. And together, Aaron and Gary created the Charm City Collective Media um, group, which I am a member of. And um, these gentlemen have given me amazing opportunities to be a guest on their, you know, show and to, um, you know, share my work and what I do with their audiences. And I'm so grateful. So, but with that said, I just hope that in this podcasting space that you appreciate everything that I give to you and I'm bringing forth to you because it's a lot for me as an author to not only write, but I blog and I'm podcasting and I am doing a lot of space in the, you know, trying to get my literary work out here for the masses of people to enjoy. And, um, as I say that I wanted to share with you all this, my listener today that last week I actually, uh, revealed the cover of my third book in the Purple Charm series, which is Perfect Chemistry. And it is amazing um, novella. I can't call it a novel because it's not quite 50,000 words. Um, 
or more, but it is a novella, um, much like the other two, but it's a beautiful novella that I am very proud of the work. And um, I think I've stated before that I have begun the editing process. That is underway for sure. Um, and the cover, which is a beautiful cover, um, created by Books by Design. Um, shout out to Kelly over in the UK across the pond who uh, did this amazing cover for my book. And I'm so excited about it. I think it's a great representation of what this story is about. The story has depth. Um, it's covering some very serious topics in it. Um, we'll get into it later on once I launch. But, um, and of course, it's romantic. <laughs> of course, it's romantic. But um, I really wanted to shed some light on some areas Um that I don't think we talk about enough as uh, women. Um, and um, so I hope that when this book does come out that you all really love it. And in addition to that, I also launched um, the merchandise that will go along with the book over the past weekend. So um, there's a t-shirt, um, a sweatshirt, a face mask, and um, a notebook and I believe there's one other item oh a tumbler um, a drink tumbler and so I launched all these things on my my website as well as my Etsy store and um, you can see all of this this information and um, about the merchandise to go along with the book on my social media pages as well as my website so if you are interested in, in actually purchasing a shirt or a glass cup please feel free to visit my website www.creativecalfrey.com i am so proud of how everything is coming together and i hope and pray that you guys um love this work too so that is what is going on right now that's what's in the pipeline um and so I just wanted to share that with you this week and um in the next episode I'll be sharing you know other aspects about writing and literature and you know just you know in general what I've learned about you know uh, my writing and how to get stronger as a writer so I think in the next few episodes I'm going to share you know um some really cool topics about writing but today I just wanted to bask in the, the fact that you know I just launched this beautiful cover and some of the things that I've been doing in recent weeks and over the few, last few months over the summer working with some amazing podcasters and in hopes that you support not just mine, but support some of the other podcasts that I've been a guest of and continue to um, be a guest of and support their efforts as well. So thanks. All 
right, everyone. Now, before we get into the main course of the episode, which is, um, you know, where I share, you know, a, a, a discussion topic or, or and also um, my Prince history, I like to share um, a fun and light drink for you to sip on um, while you listen. And, you know, just for your listening pleasure, I like to have something that we all can sip on. And so with that said, um, this segment is called My Sip of the Week. And so this week I have a really fun cocktail for you. I'm still with the cocktail, so <laughs> um, it's not quite time for Cabernet season yet, but um, I will have some, uh, you know, some really great um, options for you in the coming weeks for you wine lovers out there, much like myself. But today I have a, a cool um, cocktail called Giggle Juice. And I think you ladies are going to love it. Guys, I don't know if you, I don't know if you like fruity drinks, you may enjoy this one. But this one, this particular um, cocktail is a light and refreshing cocktail. I actually got it from Pinterest um, and it comes from a website called kitchenwithmythreesons.com. Um, it describes this, this particular drink as a, um, you know, a perfect bubbly cocktail, you know, perfect for entertaining and, you know, special occasions or just, you know, for get together, random get togethers, especially ladies on ladies nights when we want to get together and just gossip and watch TV and talk or whatnot. This is a perfect drink for you to have for you and your girls. Um, it's a combination of Moscato wine, pink lemonade, citrus vodka, and Sprite mixed together with fresh fruit. Now for me, um, I may not do a Moscato, um, in the future. I may try it with a, uh, Riesling, um, a, a, a sweeter Riesling or maybe a Sartoons. Um, because it, it may give it a a different type of flavor, but when I do try, I will let you guys know. So, um, the recipe states that you can use, um, white, red, or pink Moscato, pink lemonade. It adds sweetness to the Google juice Sprite, um, to round out the cocktail and give it its fizz. You might want to try a... Uh, spritzer water if you like if you doesn't don't want anything too sweet you can do a spritzer um i like poland spring spritzer waters or um something like that or you may try one of the hard um spritzers like a, a um some of the um is it corona makes them i would try maybe try something like that um, mix it up a little bit just so I mean just in case if you don't want to do soda and you want to you don't want something too sweet you can actually sp- trade out the spritzers for something else and actually do something it might add a little bit more kick to it a little bit more alcohol content if you mix it with a alcohol spritzer but that's just a, a idea and I think I might try it in the future um, you will need citron vodka to give it 
the citrus flavor and strawberries if you want to you know have some fresh sliced strawberries to go into your drink because you're going to need them because it does call for a fresh fruit and then a lemon slice um, cut into half moons and also ice for your gugu juice to be served over and this is how you make it you will combine the moscato pink lemonade um, sprite citron vodka strawberries and lemon together stir it together well and then let it sit in the refrigerator for about an hour and after that or longer and after that you can serve it over ice garnish with fresh fruit and a lemon wedge well the lemon uh wheel half moon excuse me and so um this drink i i think is you know like i said is a really great drink to have with your girls or if you just want something really cool and refreshing on a friday night or weekend night um this is definitely um one of my go-tos and like i said i will be trying um uh to trade out some of the the different ingredients and see which one that you can see what i will like you know when i trade out but I hope that you enjoy this one and um, if you have an ingredient ingredients nearby please feel free to fit you a glass <laughs> and to sip on while you're listening to the podcast um, and as always I hope you enjoy this this particular sip if you do let me know what you think drop me a line send me a message on here and who knows I might read it on have it play on the air or answer your questions on the air, or feel free to send me ideas. Um, I do take those, and um, let's talk about it. And um, also, while you're sipping, make sure you drink responsibly. guys so this week i am back i am back i am back with some more purplicious gems in your royal badness purple history (laughs) you all know that i love prince and so i actually am back with another um three facts about prince's history that i want to share and if this is your first time listening to the show, first and foremost, welcome. <laughs> Let me extend to you a purple welcome for being here. But secondly, I want to say Prince is like my all-time favorite musician of all time. I love a lot of great artists. I have supported a lot of great music by going to concerts, buying albums, and Um, But Prince by far is my favorite of all time. So for almost every episode um, that you listen to of my show, I will share um, some form of Prince history or negative about Prince or something that um, touched me about his work or his legacy or the things that he did while he was alive and the people that he surrounded himself with. 
So I try to find a way to share his history and keep his memory alive. And so that is the reason why um, I share a Prince history or I call it my purple charms or my, my gems, my purple gems or, or whatnot. Is I have a number of different things that I like to call them, but please believe me. I do it out of love and respect of this man. And um, yeah, and with that said, this week I want to highlight another wonderful piece of his history. Um, And that is on Friday, October 1st, um, his 13th studio album, Diamonds and Pearls, turned 30 years old. Can you believe that? I mean, yeah, neither can I. (laughs) I mean, somebody out there is a love child, probably, from their parents listening to this album. (laughs) And it's 30 years old. They turned 30 years old on Friday. And so um, with that said, here's three facts that you may or may not have known about this album. First of all, this was the first album that Prince recorded with his new backing band, The New Power Generation. I did not know that. I did not realize that at the time that, you know, um... This was actually the first time that he had started, um, you know, recording with them. I think he, at, at different points in time, he was, you know, different musicians were flowing in and out of the band. And he was, as things was changing, especially during the Graffiti Bridge era, I think that's when a lot of transitions started to happen after Graffiti Bridge. But this was the first time that they actually did an album where he was calling his band New Power Generation. Uh, Prince and New Power Generation that I remember and according to history that that seems to be true and so um, and then number two the hit diamond the hit single Diamonds and Pearls was released on November in November of 1991 it reached number one in the US R&B singles chart number three in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number 25 in the U.K. I remember this song um, being I almost feel like I remember um, you know like it was yesterday when I first heard this song. Like I love this song. I think there's a lot of people (laughs) black and white Asian, whatever you may be, whatever color creed, you know, your background may be, ethnicity may be, if you hear the song, you love Prince, you're going to sing the song, you know it backwards and forwards. And I literally um, love the song and know it backwards and forwards. And I feel like every time I go to a cookout or a family gathering or I'm somewhere and this song comes up, people just start singing it like it is a anthem. And, um, yeah, and I just, I love it for that reason. It's just one of those classic songs that never gets old. And it still, it still slaps even 30 years, um, later. And the final, um, piece of history that I have for you is that, 
Um, the video features some very expensive looking pearls, which were loaned to, um, to, to the production crew, um, by a Los Angeles based jewelry designer and collector by the name of Connie Parente. And the necklace was one of her own 1960s costume pearl necklaces. And it was stated in a, a, in a um, an article that I read on Sidro.com um, about uh, this album, you know, the history, of, some of the history of this album that in an interview about the video, Parente, quote, said that the necklace was supposed to break as Prince simulated lovemaking to a girl in the video, but he loved the pearl so much that he changed his mind and the necklace remained intact. The song has been the subject of much debate on fan forums due to the apparently ambiguous line where Prince asked, would you be a happy boy or a girl? And some interpretations have suggested the narrator is referring to an unborn child. Prince never clarified the meaning of the lyrics, so we will never know. Unquote. So, there you have it. Your three facts about Diamonds and Pearls album. Like I said, the Diamonds and Pearls album is still one of my favorite albums. There's a, there's a number of tracks on this album that I love to this day. Um... One of them being, of course, the Diamonds and Pearls, but also Strolling. Um, I don't think that song get enough. <laughs> it Hi, guys. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The Purple Charm Experience. I hope you enjoyed it. But in the meantime, in between time, I hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website, www.creativecalfaray.com, where you can find more information about me, my books, my merchandise, and more. Also, while you're there, I hope you, you will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing. If you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast, please sign up for my Patreon page by becoming a member. And finally, if you really enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too. So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.